Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. It is an absolutely beautiful day. Today is May 2nd, 2020. And I wanted to talk about something that comes up so often. It comes up in my feed, like on my um, Instagram feed, and it comes up with people who talk to me about stuff and it came up again the other day a friend um I was going out to eat my breakfast and one of my neighbors popped by and jumped out of his truck and started talking to me and he was describing this phenomena that he was saying you know that God like makes us uncomfortable like God has these horrible things happen to us so that we'll, um, I don't know, I guess change, I guess turn to him, I, you know, I, I, and, and I just, I just sort of cringe on the inside and I just stay quiet. I don't say anything, um, but I'm certainly thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking God isn't like that. God isn't like that. And like now, at this point in my life, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like there may have been a time in my life where I may have bought into that idea, but I don't anymore. It's sort of like, and it flies in the face of, of like the teachings of Jesus where he talked about like the prodigal son and the son who asked for all of his money and took off and had all these horrible things happen and then came back and and the the dad just took him back into his heart. I mean, he never left his heart, but I mean, took him back into his fold, you know, Um or like leaving the 99 to go rescue the one, the one that goes off, that all are included. And so there's been this, um, this general theme about what's going on in the world right now that, in the, like, it's just like we're really bad and we ruined the, the world, the planet, and thank God this happened. Um, like God did this to us. The planet did this to us because we're rotten people. (laughs) I just, I just, I mean, I can't imagine. Or, you know, I'll, I'll hear like, like, I'll see, Oh, the universe has made you uncomfortable so that you'll change. Like, what? (laughs) What? I I just, um, so as, as a person, I, I was thinking, I was thinking today, like, like, what am I? Like, I'm, I'm sort of wondering where I'm going. I'm, I'm pretty sure that I don't have a job at the school I'm working at next year. I mean, although I would really like to work there one more year, uh, I'm, They've already let me know that they may not be able to hire me back for uh, funding reasons. And so, 
Um, I'm not sure what's going to happen with that, but I was like, I was like trying to figure out how to get myself in a situation where it really wouldn't matter. And I consider myself in the ministry. And it was like, oh, well, you're ordained. Well, yes. Who are you ordained by? And I say, God. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> I've actually been thinking about like funny things like, like, I think I would like to officiate funerals. I'd like to officiate funerals. Like everybody wants to officiate weddings, but I want to officiate funerals. I actually would like to go visit people in hospitals. If I were to do that, I would send them to the works of Dr. Dispenza, of course. It's like, if you don't want to die, you have an option. But I I started to I came I came up with this phrase a, a lifeologist. It's like I'm sort of like a lifeologist. <laughs> I like study the meaning of life. I study the nature of reality. I I just study these things and I'm just a I'm I mean my everything I am is about this. Is learning how to what this is about. And I started to notice at one point that I would ask for direction and it would be, I would, I would actually in my mind sort of hear this phrase from the matrix. It's like, make up your own damn mind. You know, so I would be, I would be, um, we make up our mind and then the universe, the universe goes goes to make that happen. And then and then okay and these actually go hand in hand. Like the will of God. People talk about like the will of God. Well if it's God's will. Thy will be done and and I I really suffered with this for years as a I was a Roman Catholic. I was raised a Roman Catholic. And so, you know, searching for God's will for me and always sort of feeling like it really wasn't what I wanted. God's will for me. Like, I don't know how to describe this exactly, but I, I mean, if your basic premise is that you're, that you're sinful and you're, you're like you are sinful at birth and the only way to be reconciled to God is through the blood of Jesus, Jesus suffering on the cross. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess you really want to be careful with your life in a sense. And so, you know, what through prayer and I, I, I don't know. I just kind of felt like and 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 then I've talked extensively about this this idea that we oftentimes end up putting attributes on God that we had from our parents. And so, and so in my particular case, um, you know, and I I don't really want to talk about my childhood very much. I I had 
an exceptionally wonderful dad. Um, and I remember really loving my dogs a lot growing up. I used to sit in the backyard. They were like my best friends. <laughs> I actually remember um, a couple of years ago, I had gone back to my the home I grew up in and I used to sit in this bush in the corner of our yard for hours. And in this bush, there were these rocks, these like amazing rocks. I cannot even tell you how beautiful they were. I brought some of them back with me on that trip. I, I decided to bring them back with me. Uh, and I used to just, I don't even know what I was doing in there. It was like, I may have been contemplating the meaning of life at eight years old. <laughs> but I would sit out there for hours by myself. Um, <laughs> now, where was I? I like got way off. Oh, yes, I was talking about how we equate God with with our parents. And so I I um I don't know, it just seemed like God was just mad at me. Just incessantly mad at me. And that that God's will for me was not going to be my will for me, generally speaking, because God was mad at me all the time and was far off and you know and I remember sitting in sermons all the time and I just sort of didn't get it I just didn't get it I did not get it you know I I didn't get it um I remember at about 13 years old I had a really really big experience um that really changed me and I became what I would consider to be kind of fundamentalist um, for a period of time in my life. And I really struggled with that because um, I didn't fully believe in the Bible. I didn't believe everything in the Bible. And so I, I like I, I would say that I believe in evolution to a certain extent. I believe evolution and creation are one and the same. I believe God created the world, but how God created the world is so beyond me that I, and I'm, I'm so much more impressed with a planet that is billions of years old rather than 7,000. Um, so I, <laughs> I'm, I would call my, myself a, um, I don't know, I'm a creation evolutionist. <laughs> Um, but anyway, uh, and so, but all my, all the people around who were as zealous about God, about, about theology, about the things I were, were fundamentalists. So I, <laughs> I often found myself in these groups, but then in college, there was this, this departure. And then I would rather hang around with, with atheists than a fundamentalist. <laughs> I mean, truly. But then in the last few years, I've kind of found that atheists are just this whole other thing. Like, here's the thing that I have found about atheists at this point, and I know opinions are just ridiculous in a way. I mean, they don't really matter so much, but, and this is just my opinion, but what I've noticed about atheists is that they have a, 
a seeming like sort of like a, a a lack of respect for theists. Like I respect them in their atheism. But if I say anything about my theism, they're really put off by it. They um they have a really hard time with anything that involves faith. It, like true faith in something and and supposedly this this law of attraction that is like actually scientific it's scientific it's it's um that <clears throat> what you put your mind to you create so so you have faith in something before it actually comes to pass and so you believe in something so you the belief is there before and so so it's all based on faith and so i i just think it's just an interesting comment that that like oftentimes i've just and and i've actually been somebody that was extremely significant to me in my life i'm completely well there was a combination of things that happened but the last conversation i had with her um, she really didn't want anything to do with me because I was a theist. And, and, and then that was that. But anyway, so at some point I had enjoyed theists or people of other religions. Um, I remember I have, I've had friends who were Hindu. Um, I haven't had as many Muslim friends. Um, I really haven't. Interestingly enough, I had um, befriended someone on on Instagram for a very brief amount of time who was a, a Muslim, and I was very curious about his faith. I don't. Some of you who may have been following my YouTube's, I had visited a mosque a couple of years ago, and they were incredibly nice to me. And I, I really wanted to know more about that faith. Um, but there are some things about the religion itself that are a little bit. Um, and it doesn't even matter. I, I mean, I have respect for Muslims and their their beliefs. I mean, I'm so. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so what we end up doing is we end up um, taking on or believing the characteristics of God and an intrinsic belief about God through our spiritual texts and our parents and our culture and our whole culture is set up that things are happening to us that we are like victims of our of our circumstances and and i am now i am like knowing that i create my reality I create my reality. So I started to try to figure out, well, what is it that I want? And that's kind of a tricky thing for me. I, I, I tend to like, I'm not really sure what I want. I remember when I was really, really young, we used to go after church to um, this place that had all of these flavors of ice cream. And my sister would just go absolutely bananas because it would take me forever to choose I'm just one of these people, like, I like a lot of different things. Like, what do I want to do with my life? What, what, what would I like to do? What, what do I, you know? 
and, and basically just doing what we love. And this is what I love. I love talking about philosophy, religion, theology, um, the meaning of life. What are we doing here? The, the nature of reality, what is consciousness? Um, that there is this actual, actual stream of knowledge that we tap into that, and recently, like in the last yesterday, my my son has been actually helping one of my neighbors, um, tutoring her in math. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, "Is math getting more complicated?" It's like, my God, I honestly, like, I have no idea how to do this math, so I have to bring my son in, and he knows how to do this math. I'm like, my God, how does he know all this? But I also have wondered, like. Are we creating math or is math something that we've discovered? And then I started to think, I wonder if it's somehow both. I wonder if it's somehow both. Um, and, and I found this thing. I think it was on, on Instagram. I, I get a lot of information from Instagram. I absolutely love it because it, it, I just get these images <laughs> And, and I, I just love that about it. And I got this, and it was from this, um, this, that math, the actual numbers for math came from, I think somebody in Iran, and it was based on, on angles. It was based on angles. And so like, like one, the number one has one angle. And then the number two has two angles. And then the number three has three angles. And they showed like, they showed the little, and four has four and five has five angles and six has somehow six angles. I don't know how the six has six angles, but I was just like, oh my gosh. So sort of all kind of geometry, is it? Hmm. But anyway, um, so I love to talk about all this stuff. Um, and, and I find actually that very few people are really into talking about this kind of stuff like I am, <laughs> including my children. They're so funny. They'll like, you know, we'll be at a, like a, a family meal and they'll just be like, oh my God, mom, can we talk about something else, please? Like, can we just gossip? <laughs> okay, let's gossip. <laughs> So anyway, um, so I have this very, very inquisitive mind. So, but I had, had that we actually go into this think tank. We, we, and actually we think that we think, but we actually, I don't even know that we actually think. I think that, that we somehow tap into this, this like stream of thought and then ideas pop out at us in this stream of thought which I just now had this visual, and I don't know if it's true or not, but I had this visual that that has to do with us t dialing into these different frequencies, <clears throat> like a like a radio. And so, so some of us, our mind is on just different things. And see, my mind is on things like this most of the time. Either that or how I'm feeling, which is really something that I want to, to talk about is us doing things that we love to do, that we like doing. 
like just liking to do something. Like I really like this, but I don't really like that. And a lot of times we end up doing, I don't really like that just to make money. And, and we live in this mediocrity, getting by, just getting by every day, doing something that we don't really enjoy, um, just to get, make sure that we have a roof over our head. But I'm hoping that that paradigm of life is going to change. Because actually this, this, whatever is happening in the world right now has the potential to change everything. Like I was talking about the change in like the, our, our, our communities being based around the, the family farm, around farms for our food. And, and then like the education system, I'm not really sure what's going to happen. I'm not sure what's going to happen with our education system. Everything has been shaken up. And we're not really sure how it's going to land. And so I'm so excited. Like, okay, what can we do with this? How can we adapt with this? And, and, and this shifting this paradigm to joy, a joyful life. A joyful life and really finding out what it is that we like to do. What do we like to do? And doing that. And then getting paid to do that. Because some people like accounting, some people like, you know, to play soccer, some people like to play the guitar, some, you know, every, most of us like different things. We like different things. And, and even those of us who are in the same, may, my fellow lifeologists, <laughs> we're a little bit different. If you notice, like, it's like, we, we have like a different take, um, and we, 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 pre, we present the material differently and, and people are going to resonate with different people, you know, so there isn't this, you know, like, for example, I don't think there's many people who want to officiate funerals that want to, that want to officiate weddings. <laughs> oh, gosh. But anyway, I wanted to tell my friend who popped by the other day that God is not mad at you. God is not mad at you. God is, is unbiased. God, God's love is equal to everyone. There isn't this favorite, favorite, the way they're talking, the way it's been presented. It just, it just cannot be. It has everything to do with us and our allowing our allowing that God, allowing God, source, the universe, universal energy, whatever you want to call it, to flow through us. It's sort of like allowing the sun to shine on us instead of staying in the shade or wearing a hat. Like it's like we shield it by our beliefs. By buying into to this cultural idea that that God is mad at us, or even culturally mad at us. I mean, there are things that we believe to be, you know, bad. We see things as bad and good, 
And it, and I think that the outcomes are quite different. So we sort of live by, we we actually do, like Jesus said, we reap what we sow. So when you, when you do, when we have these beliefs, we reap in these beliefs, but also with our actions. Like, I, I don't know why this is coming to mind, but if we throw trash out on the street, you know, it, I mean, I would think that would be a, a, would not be a great thing to do. So it would seem that some things are like actually, actually evil. Like it would seem that there was evil. It would seem that way. And I, I don't even know if I have my brain wrapped in, around this enough to even address it. But like I've noticed that there has been this huge backlash against Bill Gates in particular. And I guess he did a TED Talk and he was talking about, I'm not sure what the word is, but it has something to do with eliminating a certain amount of people on the planet and that the planet would be better if it didn't have so many people. And, and I guess there's been, and I don't even know if any of this is true. <laughs> um, like these studies, like in other countries where we've used these people as guinea pigs for, um, for testing and vaccines. And this could be true. This could be true. I mean, I, you know, and all this, this study about, about like, because I, I tend to be an environmentalist, but I've really backed away from that recently. I've, I've, I, and it's not that I don't try to recycle and take my, my reusable bags and do what I can. I don't litter. I, I really try to be the best um, steward of my life as possible and teach my children to not be wasteful. Um, so I would say that, that my, my daily practices in this area have stayed the same, but I'm not really sure about all of it. And and also something that's coming to mind that I, I don't I haven't wrapped my brain around that I probably shouldn't be mentioning this, but whenever we go against something, it gets bigger. But anyway, I, I just wanted to 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 really, really hit home this this idea that that which is lo- love cannot be other than that. And love itself, it does it doesn't seem to get angry. Like when we get angry, we're not feeling loving. I mean, at least for me, I don't feel loving when I'm mad at someone. I'm not in a loving mode. And so it's like we are human and God is God. And 
we put human attributes on to God, that God would get angry and smite us and, and bring on weather patterns and give our children cancer. And I mean, just (laughs) give us cancer because we're bad (laughs) or this, or, or this, um, this virus. I don't know. It just just sort of seems like things just happen and and our reaction or our thoughts is what gives it its meaning. And and that and this this has been a really really big thing for me because over the summer of 2018 and and throughout my book and I had so much stuff coming at me. I could not tell what was true. And I still have things happen. And what I have, have realized is, is that it's just the meaning that I put on it. It's the meaning that I put on it. And, and, um, but, when the synchronicity was coming like on top of it of with the frequency and the intensity that it was coming I couldn't I had no idea and I'd never experienced anything like it before I had never um had these these events happening like the way they were happening I mean it was like you know <laughs> just seemed like almost the steady flow of synchronicity I was living in now I may have like about five synchronous events happen every day which I think is miraculous I think it's an amazing life I have an amazing life it's just amazing I'm sitting and by the window seal in my place and I'm looking out the window and there's this tree and the leaves are starting to bud and <laughs> And um, and I'm noticing that there's this, there's this water, there's water shooting up in the air because one of the um the uh, irrigation <laughs> that they shoot the water out is malfunctioning, and so there's water like going up about twenty feet into the air or more. <laughs> Somebody needs to go fix that. <laughs> anyway. So I'm going to end this podcast, but I'm going to just say, God is not mad. God does not get mad. God is not partial. God does not have favorites. We're all his, whatever it is, because I don't think God is a gender. Um, doesn't have favorites. We're all favored. We are all favored by God. And with that, I'm going to end this podcast. Thank you for listening. And I'll be back with other topics. And that's a wrap.